Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to, but real quick, hit that subscribe button. Also, don't forget today's show is presented to you by the great people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster, as well as Superbook Sports Colorado. But you know what we need to do now? We're going to get right into it, baby. Let's jump into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> Well, if you're not a football fan, there's something that goes on every year at this time. It's called the NFL Combine. It's where all these college kids who are planning on getting drafted by the somebody in the NFL go to what's called the Combine, where they have a bunch of representatives from each team evaluating players and then deciding, are they draft worthy? And there's a lot of Things that they make them do, standing, long jump, they could just jump, jump in general, bench press. You know, I think they do. How many reps can you do on 225? Stuff like that. And a lot of times they're in their underwear, which is uh, why a lot of people <laughs> call it the underwear Olympics. Ask me about my winner. But that being said, it's a very important stage if you're an athlete in order for you to potentially get drafted. Now, just because you don't go to the combine, maybe you don't get the invite to go to the combine, it doesn't mean that you can't end up going to the NFL and being a success. Okay? Them's the facts. But if you get the invite and they expect you to be there, if you don't show up or you mock it, it is going to be a red flag in your file to potential drafters. Case in point, Caleb Williams expected to go high in the draft. Well, on a lot of mock drafts. He decided to come out and spout off about the combine the other day. And he said, keep in mind, Caleb Williams already has a track record of not being as good as people want him to be. And one thing that glare is glaring to me is his toughness. And I know that pisses a lot of people off when I bring that up, but I can't help it. Sports is about digging deep and, and being tough as nails. And there was at least one instance where he lost and he was curled up with his mom and she was consoling him after the loss. I'm sorry. He's a human being, yes. But an athlete, athlete, you can't be a full-on human being like that. You need to be not showing weakness. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, my God, Scott, you're an evil person. He's a human being, and he has emotions. So let's applaud him. He's so brave. Fuck off. Sorry. I'm not saying that. Not gonna. But anyway, to add on to that is he came out and said, the combine is such a waste of time now, LOL. Just have pro days. That's what he said. So in his mind, after he said that, this is what I can only imagine is going through his head because he's like trying to pat himself on the back. <laughs> right, as always. <laughs> he's like, good one, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> right as always. I'm sorry. Sorry. That takes him as a potential 
draft pick for the Chicago Bears or whoever else, and I would take him off my board. I would. I would. That is a bad business move. Imagine if you were at a hiring expo and you're looking for new people to fill your staff and you hear somebody that, you know, on paper, they're like, they have, they have a good resume. But then you hear them one way or another. You hear them say, this expo is a big waste of time. I'd rather just, you know, go face-to-face interview or just, you know, just hire me already type of thing. It's a bad move. Okay, automatically. I don't want him on my staff or her on my staff type of thing. Doesn't matter who they are. They say stuff like that. That's a bad mark. That's, that's a bad attitude and not looking at it the right way. The right way is you do anything and everything you can to prove that you want this, that you will do anything in your power to get to where you need to be. And he doesn't want to do it. He's just sitting there mocking it. I would not want him on my team. Sorry, Caleb. That's the nail in the coffin. Forget everything else. Forget everything else. That alone is enough to take you off the draft board. Now, that being said, he'll get drafted by somebody. I can only imagine. I really doubt that you know he's going to be at the end of the draft and they even go to the very last pick and he's not... You know, it doesn't get picked, and then somebody's finally like, Johnny, I apologize. I forgot you were there. You may go now. Yeah, he's going to get drafted. He's not going to let get, they're not going to forget about him and be like, oh, shit, Caleb Williams, nobody picked him up. You, you just can't have that attitude. doesn't matter what industry you're in. I don't know what job you have, but imagine if you're trying to hire somebody and you hear something like that come out of the potential employee's mouth be like nah you know what i don't need that i need somebody that wants this job inside and out it doesn't sound like that he's fully committed or he's just living in a fantasy land that's being influenced by other people around him and they're like no you you deserve this like he he's the one that was wanting like a percentage of the franchise whoever uh drafted him that's the other thing he did like, you can't be doing that, man. No, it doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm, being a, maybe I'm being a curmudgeon on this one, but I think that that is a horrible business move by Caleb Williams. And as a Denver Bronco fan, if they even just sniff the idea of drafting him, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be pissed. I don't care. Who your team is. Unless you're the Raiders. Raiders, pick him up. <laughs> pick him up. Yeah, he might have a few games here and there, but he's going he's gonna to burn himself out, and he's going to burn bridges all around him because he doesn't seem like he has the right mentality. If he's on the draft board for your favorite team, I- I'd be concerned. I'd be concerned. Mm. I hope to prove a point and to teach multiple people lessons that I hope he falls in the draft. Because he can't have that type of mentality. I want somebody that is going to, in professional sports, you want them to eat, breathe, shit your team. That's what I want. They're all about it. All about it. 
I don't know if I'd be all about this, but it it kind of it's kind of interesting, and I kind of want to try it. KFC Kentucky Fried Chicken is selling a chicken pizza in the United States now. Apparently, it started in the Philippines back in 2015, and then it shortly went out to China, Thailand, Germany, Spain, as well as some other countries, and it's very popular. So what is it? It's two extra crispy KFC chicken fillets, slathered, just drenched in marinara sauce, topped with mozzarella cheese and pepperoni. I got to be honest. As long as the the chicken is is kind of pounded out and it yeah, you know, pound that shit, pound that chicken. <laughs> there we go. I've had some kinky sex. Uh, you, it's so if it's thin, I think that would be good. And and with all that crispy, uh, you know, stuff on, I can't even think right now uh, on the chicken. I think that'd be great. Oh my god, that I think that'd be really good. Would you would you eat that? Is that on your to-do list? It's not my jam. I don't buy jam. I buy honey, and I kiss it on the lips. Okay? It might not be your jam. It might not. <laughs> but it could be. I would try that. I I don't see why that would be gross. Unless it was, unless they didn't pound down the chicken. Oh, boy. Here we go again. Who wants a mustache ride? Uh if if it was just like thick, that would that wouldn't be good. But if it's thin, yeah, I'm all for that. I want to try it. If you've tried it, because I believe it just went on sale in the United States yesterday on February 26th. So I don't see what's wrong with it. Sometimes you see weird shit that they put on the menus, and you're like, that's gimmicky. That doesn't seem that gimmicky to me. As long as it's fresh. I can't imagine that would hold over because of the sauce. Because that would eventually just make the chicken soggy. So it wouldn't have that crunch factor. But if you eat it right away, I imagine that's going to taste phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, A candlelight visual was held at a former Hooters location as it was set to be demolished in West Virginia. And... The reason why they had to shut it down was due to the pandemic. It just didn't survive. And now they're going to put up a gas station in the location. That, that, that's the shit that happens. And honestly, you're seeing more and more restaurants starting to shut down because there was this boom where they were just like, we need a restaurant on every location. And like with Wendy's, they, they closed down a location that I always went to over um, in Thornton off 120th and Steel. And it pisses me off because it was really close to my house, or somewhat close, I should say. And it, it bugs me, but I get it. Because there's so many restaurants everywhere, and there's a Wendy's, you know, not maybe like a mile and a half up the road. And then really any direction you go, I'm sure you'd run into another Wendy's. So it makes sense. So the oversaturation of restaurants in so many different markets is really catching up to a lot of places. And eventually what happens is certain locations will just start to die out because there's so many options for people. And if one location has shit service, eventually people aren't going to go there. And I think that's kind of like what is happening in so many places. 
So it, it's it's weird though that they did a candlelight vigil for this. <laughs> kind of kind of ruins the idea of a candlelight vigil for other things. Am I right? Be like, oh, going to a candlelight vigil tonight. Uh, can I call you after? Oh my god, yeah. Who? What happened? Oh god, here I go. Um, one of the places I go to. I used to go to, excuse me, all the time. And that's where I met so many good people. Oh, my God, what happened? What happened? They're, they closed down the Hooters. Uh, oh, my God. You're like, what? I'm going to miss them titties. I'm going to miss them titties. And the wings. And the wings. What, you're going to a candlelight vigil for a Hooters? I don't know, man. I feel like you could do better things with your time. Now, that being said, as much as I make fun of this candlelight vigil, the vigil did end up helping a, a local family in need, and they collected a bunch of donations. So that's that's the positive out of it. But the, the funny thing is, is the vigil started before that, that came about. The vigil was already happening, and then somebody from Hooters found out about it, and then that person knew a family in need and said, hey, why don't we just tack on, you know, some sort of charity aspect to it? So that was nice of Hooters to to do that. Another another reason for uh, breast, you know, to be a breast man. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm kind of a butt guy. I am. And legs. <sighs> Look at me. I'm all Twitter painted. <laughs> oh, I just think that's funny, though. That they're having a candlelight vigil. And Hooters saved it from being really tacky by making it a charity event. <laughs> they did. They're like, oh shit, this is really fucking weird. Uh, let's lay, raise some money for people in need. And, the, and they did that. Hey, we got more coming your way, including something that is going to change how we buy food in the future. It, and it, it's bizarre. It's very bizarre. We'll get into that. But real quick, Sugar Fire in Westminster. Amazing barbecue. Amazing. I'll just have a candlelight visual for them on a daily basis because it's so beautiful. I wouldn't do that. That's weird. That would be awkward. <laughs> be like, why is that guy standing outside of Sugar Fire in Westminster with a candle? I don't know. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> he just comes in for breakfast or not breakfast for lunch and dinner, eats and then goes back out there. Really weird guy. But anyway, you know what's not weird? Their food. It's amazing. You can follow them on social media at Sugarfire Westy. Uh, They're always posting their daily specials. Chef Clint and his crew just love to do that. Show off how beautiful their, their products are. And it, what's funny is when you get them, it looks just like the picture. You're just like, what? I thought this. I thought... It would look like somebody sat on it. No, that's because that's the other places. Other places out there, when you get the actual food in hand, you're like, oh, this looks nothing like what you posted online. What you get at Sugar Fire, what they post is what you get. It is a beautiful piece of art that is just mouth-watering and makes your eyes roll in the back of your head because it's so freaking delicious. You got to check them out. They got amazing entrees, whether it's brisket, whether it's pulled pork, smoked turkey breast, 
You got baby back ribs. You got chicken wings. Oh, my God. And their burgers. Their burgers are just what gets me every time. I love their burgers. So good. But they also got amazing specialty sides like brisket chili, Brussels and sweet chili, hash brown casserole, smash loaded potatoes, brisket mac and cheese, tater tots, super slaw, broccoli ranch salad, cucumber salad, and say it with me, folks. The fried pickles. You got to get the fried pickles because they're so freaking good. And they got amazing sauces at every single table. St. Louis sweet, Texas hot, coffee, which is phenomenal, Carolina mustard, and white barbecue. Sugar Fire in Westminster, by far my favorite barbecue joint in the state of Colorado. It's family friendly, perfect for date night. And they even do catering for those special family events, whether it's a birthday, a wedding, whatever or even a big meeting at the office. So go ahead and check out Sugar Fire in Westminster. In Westminster, excuse me. They're off 144th and Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron. And let's see. You can check out their website, sugarfire, sugarfiresmokehouse.com, and you can see all their, their products. It's, it's amazing. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. I thought I saw this before we get into the the new food thing. I saw this and I'm like, this would be this could be a new gig for me. <laughs> it could. Stay with me on this one. Relaxing sleep affirmations can have a calming effect on your heart. That's according to a new study published in the Journal of Sleep Research. That's interesting. Researchers at the University of Liege in Belgium and the University of Freiburg in Switzerland. Freiburg in Switzerland. That's that's how you say it. My bad. <laughs> they analyze electrical activity in the heart to understand how bodies react to external stimuli while asleep. They found that people's heartbeats change in response to hearing different types of words, even when sleeping. Results showed that relaxing messages played during sleep helps slow people's heart rates while hearing neutral words had no effect. Previous research by the Belgium-Swiss team had shown that relaxing words enhance deep sleep duration and sleep quality. Now check this out. Around, around the country, 70% of adults have uh, a report having insufficient sleep at least one night a month, while 11% of U.S. adults claim they can never achieve a good night's sleep, according to the American Sleep Apnea Association. A lack of sleep can have detrimental effects on your physical and mental health by contributing to an increased risk of hypertension, diabetes, obesity, depression, heart attack, and stroke. So it's really important. I think we're sitting on a gold mine, folks. I think what we should do here is one, yeah, look more into this. But I think we could just make a a little like MP3 and just send it out. Like, hey, we'll we'll distribute it out for a dollar or some shit like that. <laughs> right? Real easy. Real easy on the pocketbook, especially. But it's just gonna be me with some like weird music behind me, or maybe even no music at all. And it's gonna be like me talking in like a a calming voice and be like, you are very smart. People like you. You have a large penis. Or if you're a woman, you have a large vagina. 
Do people want to have a large vagina? Is that a thing? I don't know. I would need to look into that. Be like, would you want to be known as a woman with a large vagina? Because guys want to be known as having a large penis. I don't know. We'll get back to that one. Continuing on. If you were a food, you'd be a loaded up cheeseburger that makes everyone drool. Stuff like that. I think that would be good. When people see you, their nipples get hard because of the cool, brisk nature of your personality. Ah, man. Yeah. It's money. Money. (laughs) Cha-ching. That would be crazy. Now I want to know. Like, do you ever see? That was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's where I got the large vagina thing. Because, like, Larry slept with a woman, and she said that, I think it was him, that it was like a, uh, she said that ba- basically she couldn't feel anything. And he said, maybe you have a large vagina because it felt like a hot dog down a hallway or something like that. <laughs> anyway, ladies, let me know. <laughs> let me know. Is that is that a thing? Do you want to be known for that? I don't know. I don't think you do. <laughs> I don't think you do. Uh, <laughs> moving along quickly. Holy shit. Wendy's, you know, the hamburger joint, is planning on a Uber-style surge pricing where burger prices fluctuate based on demand. You know, like, if you're trying to get an Uber, you're going to the airport or you're going somewhere from the airport, and sometimes it's one price, next day it's it's something else, or you wait 20 minutes and it's a different price. Well, that's what this is. So peak times is what they're saying. Burgers will be more expensive. Downtimes, cheaper. So basically, the downtime would be about 1 or 2 p.m. to about 4 p.m.-ish. What do you think of that? They're, they're investing, Wendy's is investing $20 million in live updating menu boards. So when you go in there, you'll you'll kind of see, it's it's essentially like market price. What's the market price for Burgers today, or at 2 o'clock. We'll see. Wendy's, by the way, I didn't realize this, or if I did, I forgot about it. Wendy's is the most expensive fast food chain in the United States after menu costs rose 35% due to inflation between 2022 and 2023. The large majority of big companies like Wendy's, by the way, when you look at this, when you look at this, It's going to screw over a lot of people. I don't like it. That being said, I really want to see the actual cost range for the customer because they haven't shown that yet. I haven't seen anything yet where it shows, okay, so what are we talking about? When we're saying that it's going to surge at this time and it's going to drop at this time, what's the low point? What's the high point? I just want to know. But it's going to screw over the a lot of people. The large majority of big companies like Wendy's are so locked in on making more money that they're forgetting about who's handing them the cash. They forget about that. They're like, wow, we do this. This can help our bottom line. Sweet. Well, guess what? I have a big feeling that if this occurs, 
that because they plan on doing it, it's going to be a slow rollout. But by 2025, they're wanting to have this in all, the majority of their restaurants. This could backfire on Wendy's severely. It's a bad idea if I see the cost range and if if the high point is significant, significantly higher than it, it is right now at its stagnant price. I, I can't off the top of my head tell you what a, a burger costs, like a Dave's double. We'll just assume it's like six bucks, okay? If in this situation... On the higher end, that $6 burger goes to $8 burger. I'm not going to eat there. Definitely not at that time. But if on the low end, that that normal $6 burger drops to about 4 bucks, okay, you got me. But here's the thing. I have a very unique schedule. I have a very flexible schedule. So I can work around that. It makes sense for me. I can deal with that. I can be like, hey, let's just go ahead and eat at, you know, I'll pick up the food. We'll reheat it or whatever, uh, you know, which I probably would not want to reheat burgers from anywhere because <laughs> it's not going to taste as good. So I can't see this working well. But now that being said, so Matt actually sent me this article. I was reading it at the time when he sent it to me, so I had just found it. But that being said, we we kind of went back and forth and we were talking about this. This is what Matt said. Something to note here is office employees who typically have more discretionary money and, more importantly, lack a set lunch window will either wait for non-lunch hours or skip Wendy's altogether now. It punishes the working men and women who already have fewer options. Exactly. The point being, if you are on a set schedule, you're not, like he said, an office employee that can go, you know what, I'm going to push back my lunch to this time. That way we can go run to Wendy's or whoever is doing this style of uh, pricing. And that way we can save some money. If you don't have that flexibility, Maybe you're working multiple jobs. You don't have that ability to do this. And it screws you over. You don't get off early. You get off late. Whatever. It's screwing people over. I don't like this. Now, that being said, until we know the scale, I can't fully judge it. I can't. I want to, but I can't. Because if it's if it's 50 cents, is that the end of the world? No, no. But to some people, 50 cents might be, you know, enough to go, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that. Not. If if these go up two to three dollars at a high point, it, it's going to make me mad. It's going to really piss me off. It pisses me off. Because that's unnecessary. That's just gouging the the customer during the high times. And they're going to make a lot more money. They're going to be like, well, this is our busiest time, so let's go there. I hate to say this. I don't like saying this. But this makes me not want to go to Wendy's anymore. Matt was saying he hasn't been to Wendy's in about six years. I like Wendy's. 
usually when I go there, it's pretty damn good for a fast food <laughs> burger. It's not like super spectacular. It, it gets the job done. But this makes me not want to go to Wendy's anymore. Because it feels like it's just totally, uh, this, this harsh words to say, it's, it's essentially like they're raping the customers. Because, hey, we're really busy at this time, so we're going to charge you more. I know the hotel, I know transportation, I know airlines do this already. And I hate that too. But if the food industry starts doing this, it's going to fuck over a lot of people. I get why they want to do it. Hey, if you can make a few extra bucks during your busiest time, make a few extra bucks per customer, I mean, that's going to help the bottom line. It just screws over the customer. I don't like this at all. The more I think about it, the more I dislike it. But that being said, again, if you guys find it, Send it to me, dehuffpodcast at gmail.com. If you see a actual numbers of what they're saying it will be, it will be at the low point this, at the high point this, and here's what it at, it's at now. That's what I want to see. What will be the low cost? What will be the high cost compared to now? And I just, I just feel like they're just bending over the customer and just having their way with us and be like, yeah, you're going you're gonna to bend to us. Well, here's the thing. If we as the customers don't like it, we're not going to go there. And if we feel like you're screwing us over, we're not going to go there. There's a lot of options, Wendy's. You need to understand that. You're hoping to be a pioneer in the restaurant industry that says, hey, guys, follow me. We're going to start doing this fluctuating price menu. So when it's busy, we're going to charge our customers more. When it's slower, maybe less. Now, the, I, I, I just feel like you're just fucking us over. And I don't, I don't like that. I don't like it. I'll go somewhere else. I'll eat shittier food. I don't care if I'm in a pinch. Be like, no, nah, I'm not going. I'm not going to Wendy's. Here's what's going to happen one day. Let's say this goes nationwide and every single Wendy's is doing this price fluctuation. So when it's busier times, they charge more. When it's slower, it won't be as expensive. Let's put this in a real life scenario. I'm driving along with my kids, my wife. We're hungry. There's three options. Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King. And it's right at, say, 5 o'clock or whatever. And it's in their peak time. So their burgers are going to be more expensive at Wendy's. Guess where we're not going to go? We're not going to go to fucking Wendy's. We're going to go to McDonald's. Now, the only benefit to this is Wendy's may fuck themselves over and they might not be as busy. Their peak times might get all jacked up. And they're going to be living in chaos for a little bit. I don't know. They may they may fuck themselves over to the point where, uh, depending on how they stick their heels into the ground, they may have a catastrophic consequence to this. It's a bad move, Wendy's. Bad move. Don't like it at all. And another thing that I don't like 
is, is I don't know if you noticed, but Walmart, they, they shut down their self-checkouts. Those aren't a thing anymore. The CEO or whoever, I don't know who it was, but they're, they're like, we don't like those anymore. We're going to get rid of them. I don't like going to, to Walmart now. I, listen, I got to be honest. I have no problems with Walmart as far as their product. And the one by my house, everybody's super friendly. I, I like the idea of that I can go to self-checkout and I don't have to interact with anybody. And it's usually pretty damn quick. Now, I went there the other day and I'm like, what the fuck? There's no, I didn't realize that they shut down the uh, self-checkout. I, had a, I, I was so mad. I was like, they don't have any extra cashiers on, on hand. So I'm like, this is fucking slow as shit. I was mad. I was not, I was not happy. Then I talked to my wife about it. And she's like, yeah, that's a thing now. Walmart is, is getting rid of those. And then to make it worse, I was reading that Target is starting to do the same thing. Not nationwide yet, but they've started in a, a few spots makes me mad it makes me mad because i don't like to sit there and inter- interact with a cashier as a former cashier <laughs> it was one for safeway and a little bit with king supers as well as when i worked in restaurants doing cash i didn't like it that much it's just like come on man i, I don't i don't want to have a fucking conversation i don't found everything okay all right that i'm done i'm done <laughs> that's it don't want to, uh, here's your total, pay me. That's, that's it. I don't want any more of that. And now you're telling me I have to go back in line? Again, as a former cashier, I wasn't the greatest cashier. I wasn't fast. I was efficient, okay? But what sucks is when you go and you got a ultra chatty, cashier and you just want to get out and they're just like taking their sweet ass time slow as fuck and then now you got somebody else bagging your groceries which i've kicked people off bagging my groceries before because they suck they suck at it and now i gotta go back to that shit again listen all you people that raised a fuss about well i better get be getting a paycheck for bagging my own groceries you know and, and scanning my own groceries Guess what? You won. You did. It's starting to happen. People are going back to it because you guys rose a stink. Guess what? Now everybody hates you. (laughs) This makes me so mad. Fuck you, Walmart. Fuck you, Target. God damn it. Don't like it. Don't like it one fucking bit. It pisses me off. I know it pisses me off so bad. Hey, real quick, we're changing the game. Who's we? Superbook Sports Colorado. You can win some money this season with Superbook Sports, the most trusted name in sports gambling with a direct line to Las Vegas. And right now, when you use promo code MILEHIGH, you're going to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So win or lose, Superbook is going to match your first bet up to $250 with that promo code MILEHIGH. So go ahead and download the Superbook Sports app. Enter the promo code Mile High, and you're going to get $250 courtesy of Superbook Sports. Go ahead and visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you've got a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
<laughs> right as always. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I don't care who you are. There's good. Oh, man. It, by the way, go check out my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Huff Podcast, or just search Huff Podcast. I have a good thread going right now that says, what's a good show to start binge watching? Some of the shows that you guys are suggesting are fucking weird. And Rob wrote Game of Thrones. I feel like that was a jab because he has heard me say how upset I was with how Game of Thrones ended. Okay? Don't like it. David wrote in The Boys. The Boys is one of my favorite shows. It's on Amazon Prime, and it's amazing. If you've never seen it, if you, if you don't have a sense of humor, you're not going to like it. But it's superheroes like if they were if they really existed. The mistakes they'd make, the paths they'd go down, it's it's great. <laughs> it is so good. But yeah, go ahead and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or even on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. And uh, I'd love to interact with you. I would say more people have conversations with me on on Twitter, but feel free to direct message me if you got something that you want to lay out. Maybe you have a question for me. Please go ahead and do so. All my handles are the same, at DeHuff Podcast. It's DeHuff Uncensored. I really appreciate each and every one of you for listening. Hey, you're the reason why I was uh, uh, I was top. Uh, what was I at number eleven in Mozambique? <laughs> I was, but you guys are the reason why I was rated the number one comedy podcast in the state of Colorado. So I really appreciate you, and I have a lot of people that listen to me around the United States as well as the globe. So I, I appreciate each and every one of you that takes the time to listen. If you want to interact with me, I love it when you do. Podcast at gmail.com or just hit me up on my socials at Podcast. Big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster as well as Superbook Sports Colorado. It's Huff Uncensored. Let's continue to move forward. I'll talk to you next time.